it ancient aliens? Ancient astronauts, ancient, ancient aliens. astronauts, aliens, etc. Extraterrestrials. Could be either one. Yeah, supernatural, extraterrestrial. Um, this is a Katy Perry. Free I know what about out in Mars where they drive the spaceships instead of cars. Is Katy Perry and Kanye West? Uh, I don't care for either of them. So that's one of the best pop songs ever. So. Is it though? No, it really is. Is it actually? Yeah. Wait, which one? Extraterrestrial. Oh yeah, yeah. Either of you guys ever actually watched the Ancient Aliens guy? Yes. Is that where the meme comes from? Yeah. 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 The, the aliens. Mm-hmm. I never watched it. I, I'm aware of it. I know it was on the History Channel and everybody's seen the meme. Yeah. But yeah, I never watched it. So that was <laughs> the extent of my country. <laughs> just wanted to tell everybody that you've never seen it before. Well, I I've, thought maybe you guys had. I've never watched it. Um, I, I mean, I know people who have. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually... When I was like doing my research for, you know, on ancient aliens and ancient visitations and things mm-hmm. like that, because I mean, the belief is uh, amongst certain communities that um, aliens visited Earth thousands and thousands of years ago and yep. helped to build um, things like the Moai on mm-hmm. Easter Island mm-hmm. and the pyramids in Egypt mm-hmm. um, and anything in the ancient Mayan civilizations, the Aztec civilizations, like mm-hmm. anything, basically anything that's out of our understanding, outside of our understanding mm-hmm. of how they did it, yeah. it was aliens. So that's mm-hmm. the whole thing, um, you know, the mm-hmm. whole belief behind it. And there's like a whole bunch of other shit that goes into it, like different, like, f- like kinds of like uh, different aspects of the belief, like even within the community that believes a- ancient aliens, like, visited earth um mm-hmm. there are still differing opinions on what happened and what they influenced and oh, how yeah. they influenced and you know yeah and th- i mean the th- thing about this topic is it's funny because l- there are a few people who have really tried to figure out okay let's not rule this out maybe aliens could have been involved if you look at it from this angle but they're skeptical and you know you have that perspective yeah and then yeah. you have the people like oh no there's a 12th planet beyond pluto that mm-hmm. they came from, and they're still in contact. They're going to come back to us one day, and we need to be ready. <laughs> you know, yeah, so yeah. like it goes from like maybe reasonable to outlandishly insane. Bad shit. Yeah, yeah. And we're even uh, some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about. I think we've kind of touched on some other crazy beliefs. Like, I mean, Scientology isn't exactly this, but it's. Mm. Sort of related. Where it is related. It's a it's a religion that believes aliens came here, right? And there's mm-hmm. that, and I think we talked about maybe in the Stonehenge episode. Yeah, like the possibility of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Heaven's Gate also was a. Yep, they believed the uh, asteroid spaceship was going to take them away. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in in a lot of those, uh, or at least Scientology and Heaven's Gate, there was the the belief that. Uh, we are being guided mm-hmm. by an outside alien force. Yeah. Yeah. Heaven's Gate was. Um, yeah, we did talk about that on the Suicide Cults episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably still my favorite episode to date, um, just as far as research is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were like just to recall to that they were. Uh, they believed they were going to reach an extraterrestrial spacecraft. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was, I can't, like, I'm reading. Doe and tea. 
I'm reading what it was called here. The comet. The comet Hailbop. Yeah, the Hailbop comet. Yeah, the Hailbop comet. Mm-hmm. Like that makes it even more insane. Just that name. <laughs> it's like, Hale- why did you pick that comet to write off the, on? Yeah, like let's go to the Hailbop comet. You're like, right off on Haley's comet. That sounds it better. It just sounds like a something in a Nickelodeon cartoon. It does Hailbop? Yeah. But yeah, Doe believed that, uh, like, uh, what was it, like a portion of these extraterrestrial beings resided within him. Like, he, him and T were the chosen ones. And, right. like, uh, Jesus was also one of those. And, like, he, right. yeah. And so he made uh, these extraterrestrial beings, like, the true, true humans before man, you know, kind of thing. Like, they were the, yeah. the almighty. Yeah, that's one of the beliefs is, uh, like I feel like probably the most prolific belief amongst ancient alien conspiracy conspiracy theorists is that they the aliens created the human race. Mm-hmm. Um, some other people like still believe that aliens visited Earth, mm-hmm. but they differ on the beliefs there. Like they believe that um, humans could have evolved on their own, and the aliens just acted as kind of a mother culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like where they got you know, the pyramids and the ideas and the help from them to build these things um, instead of being created by the aliens or being, you know, Mm -hmm. plopped down here on earth by them, by some form. Which there's belief that uh, some people believe, yeah, we were just put here by aliens or that we were genetically modified of existing animals that were on earth with alien DNA. And that's why we're intelligent. Some people believe that Um, some people believe that they bred with animals on earth and that's why we're here. Or like Nephilim. Oh, the Nephilim theory. The yeah. Nephilim does come into it. That's a really interesting part of it. Yeah. yeah, because the scripture, I think the literal interpretation was the sons of God came down mm-hmm. and uh, made these giant, what were they like giants, basically. Yeah. Wasn't uh, yeah. Goliath supposed to be descended from them? Or the Canaanites, weren't they supposed to be descended from them, the, the race of giants? That's mm-hmm. what I always understood. Yeah. And I'm not completely in, like sure on that. Um, but that's what I always understood as a kid, like hearing, I mean, growing up religious mm-hmm. or semi-religious and hearing like the story about David and Goliath and, and mm-hmm. the Canaanites and all that stuff. Like the, they went to find the, the promised land and they found the yeah. giants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always like that because it talks about they, they found gigantic grapes. I've talked about this on the podcast, but the idea of like a grape the size of a grapefruit sounds awesome. I want, Are I you want thinking of VeggieTales right now? No. Oh, because of the promised land. Okay. Yeah, the promised land. I was thinking of the VeggieTales episode where they find the giants and they're all grilling outside. You know. <laughs> well, they do say that we, that we, they, like we look like locusts to them. Is how they compare themselves to the mm-hmm. yeah the giants, which who knows. Anyway, that's always been really interesting, and that's sort of going to be my angle a little bit because I, when we discussed this, I'll get into my subject later, but I just want to say that. For the first time, I've had I've been holding on to this magazine for probably the last 12 years that somebody gave me. Actually, mm-hmm. I've talked about her on the podcast. Uh, Daryl, she's listened a few times. Mm-hmm. She gave me this because she found it in a dumpster behind Goodwill. And Did you I'm find all good things? Yep. Not sure what she was doing in the dumpster behind Goodwill, <laughs> but she found that and a uh, Super Nintendo strategy strategy guide um oh nice and gave me those and i always there are such weird things i've always loved them but the magazine i got is called it's from it's ufo magazine um this was published in 1990 and this particular uh issue focuses on ufos and religion so there Mm -hmm. was a lot of really interesting 
articles in here. I'm going to focus on one whenever we get to it. Okay. But um, uh, also on the back, there's an advertisement uh, for a UFO detector. <laughs> yeah. For a whopping how many dollars? $239. Yeah. Bargain, people. Probably my favorite part about it is says it has a quote, I guess, from the user. Actually, here, can I see that real quick? Uh-huh. Oh, let me see. This week on Pseudophiles, <laughs> brought to you by... <laughs> 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 Protect yourself from alien inductions, UFO detector, super science. <laughs> yeah, read the, read the quote and then read who that quote is supposed to be from. It's by... The <laughs> read the quote first. <laughs> Protect yourself from alien abductions, Clark Kent. <laughs> Clark Kent? It's spelled differently. Yeah, it's spelled oh, differently than Superman. But my God. <laughs> that is amazing. It's such a strange magazine. And I found out that they kept publishing all the way up until 2012. Uh, they're defunct now. They're defunct. We finally have the science to defunk that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway but uh to start at a more broad point do you guys have more of a overview or what were you guys wanted to talk about i mean well there's a lot of ways we can go with that and we've kind of touched on what we've uh kind of like this overlaps with a lot of things we've talked about in the past and uh there are a lot of different theories and honestly this uh topic itself like it really became popular during like the ufo scares like starting like in the 60s like when people were like talking about ufos right this is, that's whenever this theory really popped up yeah um yeah because i don't think people were really thinking about it yeah then, i think anyway. the first publication that suggested intelligent life um in a historical uh, stance was in 1966 hmm. so and that was intelligent life in the universe by is Shlovsky and carl sagan they just had one yeah. chapter that uh, was basically saying that historians should just consider the possibility of uh, some th- artifacts being put there by aliens, even though they themselves were skeptical of that being true. So they mm. s- they said artifacts. They weren't talking about that uh, just no con- th- okay. contact at no, all. No, I, th- I think it was. I'm I'm thinking of Eric von Donneken. He was the one that was big on the artifacts. Like, these guys were just wanted people to consider that there was alien contact in recorded history. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> That sounds more Carl Sagan's speed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then two years after that, that's when Chariots of the Gods uh, came out, which was a bestseller at the time. And uh, that is where they got into all the artifacts, like the pyramids and Stonehenge and uh, Maui. And there's the Piri race map, which was the world map that was created in like the 1500s. Mm-hmm. That was w- weirdly accurate for the time frame. They thought that that was technology that we got from aliens. The and race map? It's called the uh, Piri race, R-E-I-S, named oh, after the Oh, I thought guy. it was like a map of like all the different races around the world, like he was predicting. No, no. Yeah. Uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah, but we only have like a fragment of that map that has like the northern part of Africa and the east coast or the west coast of Europe. So it doesn't have a lot of... Well, that... Uh, uh, what chariots Is it Chariots of the Gods? Mm-hmm. That is mentioned a couple times in this ufo magazine it's mm-hmm. cited a couple times and by there's a, a several con, uh, contributing editors on this and, and writers that uh, most of them are pastors presbyterian pastors most of them weirdly hmm. anyway <laughs> <continue>. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, oh, okay, yeah. So uh, Eric Von Donegan, he's the guy that wrote the Chari- Chariots of the Gods. He also spent a lot of that book um, talking about how humans w- should be able to establish primitive societies on other worlds by the year 2100, which I think it's funny how close that potentially could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, I'm not going to see that. No, maybe. 2100? No, I mean, not naturally. I'm thinking maybe science will get there and we'll be able to drag my, you know, limping <laughs> body to 2100. Yeah. I mean, what are people, I think, of course, you know, take Elon Musk's word with a grain of salt, but what is he saying? Like 2030 is what he's wanting to get st- people on Mars by? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. That's a, I mean, I think it's cool. I think space exploration is cool. Uh-huh. I think there's a lot that we can learn from doing it that actually benefits us mm-hmm. uh, down here where it sucks. But um, he did say basically that, yeah, the, everyone that's going on that Mars trip, they're going to die. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> said that there's a very low survival rate. <laughs> Which does he mean like low survival rate of like once they land there or even getting there is going to be a low sur- survival I think just like. Your your chances of dying by natural causes are next to none. I think that's really what he means. Like, even if you established uh, a society on Mars, I mean, just imagine the amount of radiation, the, you know, the crazy conditions that are on Mars. Well, you saw how much it kicked Mark Watson's ass in The Martian. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by The Martian. <laughs> and Matt Damon. Uh-huh. I didn't watch that movie. It was good. It was good. Was it because of Matt Damon? Yeah, I just I don't like Matt Damon. <laughs> you don't? I no, I'm I don't dislike Matt Damon. <laughs> I just says think he's kind of boring. No, I totally get that. I just, you know, he is just very generic action white guy. He's yeah. Jason Bourne. Yeah, yeah generic exactly. action white guy. <laughs> exactly. No, there's nothing wrong with Matt Damon. He's your Jason Bourne. He's your Jack Ryan. He's your other J name white guy that was he Jack Ryan? Butt. No, I thought Chris. Pine I'm not was saying Jack he. Ryan. I'm just Jack? saying your generic white guy. It always, it's always Jason Bourne. Was Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Tom Cruise. Yeah, and somebody was it Chris he just Pine? Said Chris too? Pine was it? Well, and there was a Did newer I say Chris Pine. I said that, and he I did. think I probably am wrong. Well, he's been played by a couple different people. That's mm-hmm. a Mission Impossible guy, right? Mission Impossible. That was Ethan t- Hunt. Was. Oh yeah, who the fuck is? Jack I don't know Ryan? why I know all their names. Uh, no, Jack Ryan. He he's in you know all those Tom Clancy books. Oh yeah. So okay. they've made several film adaptations of his books, and there's like a when billion I hear of them. Tom Clancy, I just think of of uh, Sam Fisher. Oh yeah, <laughs> Splinter Cell fan over here. Uh, I love that that game. Yeah, though Jack <laughs> Jack Ryan was played by Chris Pine in the last movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I knew he'd been played by more than one person. Mm-hmm. But yes, Splinter Cell. After playing that, you know, for hours on end as a kid, I'd be walking around, you know, school or my house, just looking at every light and thinking, Dude, "How can I shoot that out?" Same. <laughs> Actually, I think it's fun. So there's a list of people who play Jack Ryan. It was Chris Pine, Harrison Ford, Alec Baldwin, Ben Affleck, and John Krasinski have all played Jack Ryan. John Krasinski. Which one was that? Apparently, I don't know which one, but that's yeah, what it can, says here. I can definitely see Harrison Ford playing that. Because, like, wasn't Some of All Fears also a Jack Ryan uh, book? Uh, I'm not sure. It's a, a Jack Ryan joint. Do you guys prefer ancient astronauts, paleo contact, ancient euphonauts, or ancient space pilots? I want to know ancient euthanauts. space pilots. Oh, pilots or pirates? Pirates sounds better, so pirates. I'm going to change my answer to pirates. 
I like space pirate, <laughs> but it's pirate. I mean, pilot. It's, it's pilot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I do want to know what uh, euthanaut is, though. Euthanaut. So it's just okay. UFO not. Oh, okay. You know, I thought it was not, like they're going around like, just quietly putting down species. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like ufology, euthanaut, okay. blah, 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 yeah. blah. I, pr- I like paleo contact. I think that sounds pretty cool. Paleo contact. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. These are just different names for ancient astronauts. I actually mm-hmm. like ancient astronauts. Ancient astronauts is actually my favorite one. Ancient it, astronauts. I think it conjures an interesting image. Mm-hmm. But um, like, um, well, did you guys? Well, I know, Cindy, you've watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? I was. <laughs> he put his butt right next yeah, to I the did. microphone. <laughs> I bent over to pick something up. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Puckered his little butthole next <laughs> to Oh. <laughs> How do you accidentally go... <laughs> well, I was... <laughs> I did this. Like, I opened my mouth, but I closed my lips. And as I... <laughs> but as I closed my jaw, it let the air out. So, it was on accident. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Torrent starts talking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> continue. Uh... Ben, did, it, did you see Alien or any of the Alien series? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I know Sydney has and I have. And I know we don't like to talk about Prometheus, but that gets into sort of the idea of an ancient Yeah, it does. Astronaut. You know, I didn't mind Prometheus that much. I didn't hate it as much as people. Did. I mean, there were so many stupid, stupid parts that mm-hmm. kind of ruined it. But I hated that movie. I, the, what I liked about it was w- the world that it kind of built with those, uh, the what were What's the name of the the big white aliens? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Who <Well>. cares? <laughs> In my opinion, it is not canonical. But well, it is. that part is canon, like because they they were the ones that created the xenomorph. I and I they, choose to believe it's not canonical with the previous alien films. Well, you see them in the previous alien for- films. They're the space jockey in the first one. You know the giant dead alien mm-hmm. that they come across in the pilot seat. Well, the way that they did it in Prometheus, I believe, I I choose to believe. Sure, it. no, it was handled it's poorly. Pretty shitty. I mean, you just hate Charlize Theron. I fucking love Charlize Theron, <laughs> but she was a stupid ass character in that movie. That was the, she was the one that didn't run to the yeah, side. You right? can just turn left or right, Charlize, and oh, you won't yeah. get crushed. Yeah, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I hope you're listening. Actually, I don't. It wasn't her fault. And if you are listening, I apologize, and I love you. <laughs> so my. <laughs> this reminded me my uncle is a, a train engineer and he says that Choo-choo. when he drives through Arizona <laughs> emu are so stupid <gasps> that they those. run in a straight line down the tracks instead oh, of no. off to the side <laughs> <laughs> look at their little heads there's like there can barely be enough room for brains have you ever been to there. the gentry safari yes, they're I creepy as hell I they get their them. head right up in I your know, window it's my favorite uh. part Sydney loves emus. I fucking love emus. Do you roll the windows down and let, yeah. them, let them peck at your face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. They get they get their whole heads and necks in my in my like car or whatever. And you just roll it up. <laughs> <laughs> I want an emu. You want like, one? I've wanted an emu for years. They're like literally my second favorite animal next to cats. Very I don't understand that. I know. No one does. <laughs> just like no one understands why El Caminos are my favorite car. <laughs> Uh, they are a goofy ass bird. They're <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> They're so funny. Come on, guys. It's because they don't have much of brain. Yeah, M- much of brain. Much of brain. <laughs> <laughs> much of brain. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> Prome- Prometheus was a stupid movie, but it, I like the uh, the the idea of the egg shit alien and egg shit alien. <laughs> I got like stuffy there for a second. I, what were you trying to say? Because it really sounded like egg shit. <laughs> Ancient. <laughs> Ancient. <Thank you>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Has anybody ever said egg shit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the egg shit alien. <laughs> and this episode is done. I just can't. <laughs> okay, I need a second to gather myself. Actually, I need to get batteries for this headphones real quick. Okay, we want to take sputtering. a break then? Yeah, we'll take a quick break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> egg shit. Okay. You guys want to talk about egg shit aliens? (laughs) 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 Yeah, so speaking of egg shit aliens, um, no, ancient aliens. uh, So a lot of like, okay, so like on the show, they'll point to like cave drawings um, and stuff like that from ancient Mm -hmm. civilizations. That look like people with stuff on their heads. Yeah, they look like astronauts, like yeah. like modern astronauts, mm-hmm. or you know, could be argued that they look like modern astronauts. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it literally could be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of along that line, uh, and I really didn't know this. This really freaked me out. Um, but apparently, in a lot of ancient cultures, like native. Native American cultures and ancient Egyptian cultures, which Mm -hmm. why they both did this is weird to me, too. Like, it's... Okay, just, like, you know, the parallels of a lot of ancient cultures of, like, Mm -hmm. them having no contact with one another and them doing, like, some of the almost exact same shit. Like Like, pyramids all over the world. Yeah, so that that. stuff, to me, is very odd. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, we've also talked about a lot of other, you know psychological phenomena and just random things that humans mm-hmm. experience on a pretty general level. Right. So mm-hmm. maybe it's some kind of psychological thing where humans just tended to think in the same sort of way or come up mm-hmm. with problem, like uh, problem solving in, in like the same kind of ideas, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Isn't there a word for that? Like genetic memory or, or something like that? that I'm not sure. That the, like they'll observe. Well, that would be generationally not. That, like, well, they've observed stuff like, you know, you know, creatures in different parts of the world mm-hmm. that are related or but have no contact will suddenly start to do the same thing oh, sure. even though they they've had no contact mm-hmm. but anyway sorry no you're good um i was just going to go into that by saying like i had no idea that some of these ancient cultures would artificially lengthen the skulls of their children oh yeah i've i remember seeing that where they like band their heads yeah and, and i knew that they did this um like some tribes i believe in Africa do the same thing but with their necks yeah Yeah. with the rings yeah so like some of like I think it's I think it's just females in certain tribes will put rings around their necks Mm -hmm. and if you were to remove the rings then they would like fucking die because their heads would literally fall the fuck off their bodies yep um so like super disturbing just body um body mods body modifications there Mm -hmm. um but apparently yeah so ancient cultures would do this to the heads of their children and some people in the ancient astronaut communities believe that this was to emulate the look of An ancient alien. aliens. Mm. Um, so it's like, com- you know, comparing the look of, like, say, the 1950s idea of the alien, like the little gray men, the little green men with mm-hmm. their big heads and their tiny bodies, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, some of these 
conspiracy theorists like would believe that they did that to mm-hmm. please That's the aliens or maybe to it was just like the insulting to have a fat head so that was kind of their yeah, vani- I mean, it was more a of a vanity thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, and I don't know enough about it. Mm-hmm. I, I would like. To, I think that's one of the things with some of those cultures that didn't have a maybe a written history, or or maybe they, it's just oral history, and they had some of those practices, and we don't really know why mm-hmm. or a lot of it, or mm-hmm. what the original reason why they might have a reason now. I think the neck thing was had something to do with dowry. I have like, no idea. I just remember seeing a special on like. I don't know, mm-hmm. National Geographic or something, like that. reading it or mm-hmm. whatever, of and like seeing the pictures or I, I feel like I watched some special on something. Yeah. Uh on TV. But um yeah, I mean it looks like super weird and uncomfortable and painful and mm-hmm. like you should not do that to your body, but you know, yeah. not my culture. No, but I feel like we can look at that and be like, it's so weird, but then like Every other culture, European culture too, has had weird things like corsets where they would pull their, yeah, you know, squish their insides to mm-hmm. have this manufactured look to their the uh-huh. shape of their body. The it's insane. Yeah. Or, you know, Japanese like foot binding to have to. Oh, yeah. Feet. Every culture has some weird shit. I mean, I mm-hmm. just, I think any bottom body modification is. I like some bottom modification. <laughs> <laughs> I just said bottom <laughs> modification. <laughs> <laughs> We've got egg shit astronauts mm-hmm. and, and bottom, bottom modification. modification. <laughs> this is a fun episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, my point was I do not agree with body modification in, in that sort of way uh-huh. in any culture. Yeah, if it's unhealthy. Okay. Yeah. But go ahead and get that tattoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, tattoos, whatever. Yeah, but it is interesting, like, across, you know, the ocean, there's two different cultures doing similar things yeah that's that's what i've always been fascinated by of like uh you know the pyramids like you said Mm -hmm. you know like mayan civilizations had their pyramids and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and then of course the egyptian pyramids you know the most famous ones Mm -hmm. um and you know different like scattered places around the world have similar uh monuments or buildings or whatever Mm Um, and then artifacts could be similar, like cave drawings mm-hmm. uh, have ended up being like very similar just across oceans, you know, mm-hmm. and, and um, even talking about like psychological phenomena, like, you know, having the 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 shadow people in your dreams or like, you know, waking up and having an, an old woman choking you, you know, like this mm-hmm. is happening literally everywhere to sure. different cultures and different kinds of people and different yeah. breeds and everything like that. People that have never had contact. And of course you know, wh- like millennia ago, um, it was very strange that these kind of, mm-hmm. these things were like parallel, you know? Yeah. And it's also kind of interesting that the Egyptians, and we talked about this on another episode, but how um, a lot of their pyramids and a lot of their artifacts were celestial, celestially aligned. Oh, so yeah. like they would be, like the pyramids would be facing true north and like at this, you know, they would line up with the solstice and all this other stuff. That's just kind of like, you know, how on earth were they able to do that? Yeah. Well, if it was an accident. <laughs> it's all one big coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> but they were people that th- they studied stars. I yeah. Mean, yeah. That's a kind of the thing about all this, the theories about that. That's kind of why I, I like what I'm going to talk about um, later. But all this speculation about like, how could they build this or how could they do this or that or whatever? It's like, man, you really think humans are stupid because. Mm-hmm. Just because we don't know exactly how they did it, humans are extremely mm-hmm. resourceful. I mean, you've got 
centuries to build a pyramid i'm sure yeah the thing that baffles me most is not like i could imagine people being able to figure it out i think the coordination that would be involved to do something of that scale sure that accurately that's what blows my mind like well especially the egyptians they i mean they were a massive you Mm -hmm. know like dynasty of of people that Mm -hmm. you know enslaved other people and yeah Mayans, I don't know. Uh, sure. With all this, I'm going to be talking off my ass. But <laughs> well, that's exactly what ancient astronauts do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they do. And the other thing is that uh, people are baffled by, like, it's crazy that so many civilizations, like, created pyramids when they're just, like, structurally the most sound shape of a building yeah. that you can have. So mm-hmm. they just, I think with anybody studying anything you're gonna land you're gonna have some overlap of people figuring out the same shit Mm -hmm. but i mean i feel like we're kind of regressing you know like why are we building square houses in tornado alley still right yeah right you know (laughs) and using less sustainable material like less structurally sound materials Well, that's just uh (laughs) that's capitalism for you economical fucking sense um but yeah oh oh shit i was gonna go i was trying to think of some uh some co- pop culture reference with this and it made me think of the last uh airbender yes the last airbender <laughs> now i was watching uh, uh, I, was, I think it was like a month or so ago i was watching hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy oh yeah and i love that movie to death well i read the book so i don't know what you're oh, okay, okay. <laughs> i mean same same concept but the uh, movie wasn't bad it just it's never gonna touch the books i'm sure it's not I, as an English major, I literally am obligated to say that. As yeah, an English major. It's the only time I get to <laughs> use the $30,000 I spent mm-hmm. on a piece of paper. <laughs> but I love Idiot. The, I, <laughs> but I love their fictional take on like the, the universe and how it operates and how it's created and all that. I think it's interesting. Which part the part uh, where like you know like the mice and the uh oh yeah and like how they constructed the earth and they just kind of like unfroze it there at the end mm-hmm. and it all started working again yeah uh that i mean the whole series of hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy is amazing i suggest mm-hmm. everyone read the books if you haven't it's really really good but um i was going to the pop culture thing that uh i th- came to me was that did you guys see 2001 space odyssey Oh, I tried to. That is a fucking snore. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh my God. I have never got all the way through it. Not because I gave up on it. This literally, I, of course, haven't sought it out since, but I started to watch it on Netflix. I had to stop for whatever reason. And when I came back to watch because it the next day. Because you died, literally, <laughs> for like, you were clinically dead from boredom for probably like a full few seconds pretty sure i had to do homework or something but whenever i went back the next day it was already off of netflix i was apparently watching on the last day that netflix (laughs) had it so i only got halfway through it but the opening scene of the monolith coming down and you Mm -hmm. know landing among the you know primitive there are primitive people there what what would you call them neanderthals or whatever Mm -hmm. primitive people well i feel like primitive people (laughs) you're still talking about humans that was, um, a, that was a joke. Okay. It's funny. <laughs> Laugh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was... I was once again hoping one of you guys had saw this thing that I, that I launched into. Well, <laughs> I've, I've seen 2001. I've seen but that's probably all the way through. Isn't uh, that like the main thing that the monolith just comes down it doesn't really do anything? I could not figure out what the point of that movie was. Like, was, honestly, there is like... 
you know, the end of the movie where the guy is like he's old on one part of the room and then he's young on the other part of the room. Mm-hmm. And then there's Hal 9000 or whatever is mm-hmm. talking and it's what I'm afraid I can't do that. Tom or whatever his name right. is. Dave. I think his name's Dave. I think it's Dave. Yeah, it's Dave. I don't know. It's, I never saw so that. It. Sounds it's right. Just God, one of the most fucking boring four hours of my life. I'm sure I would like it if I watched it again. It's something that you're supposed to think about and yeah. dwell on. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but somebody uh, shit an egg just now. <laughs> just an egg shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just. Uh, I think the yeah. point of the monolith, though, it comes down to, among, you know, the Neanderthals or whatever, and then that from there they start to learn, you know, tools. It's like the beginning of man's evolution or whatever. But it started; it was kicked off by an outside force, which is mm-hmm. kind of the yeah, you know, idea behind the ancient aliens. Yeah, which I think that for the time it was probably, you know, probably better for when it was released than it is now. Two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah, it might have been more captivating at the time. I think I think that was probably part of the issue, which mm-hmm. I usually am a huge fan of older cinema. You know, like um, mm-hmm. like my favorite decade for film is by far the '80s. I would have to say, and that was like, you know, like we've talked about it before on the show. I'm sure that was just kind of like the, uh, you know, the pinnacle of like practical effects oh yeah but it was like right before i mean i think it was like 88 or 9 like the abyss came out Mm -hmm. uh, james cameron's the abyss and that was like one of the first movies that employed cgi on a mass scale Mm -hmm. um which is i I like that movie and it still looks really good yeah i mean it's hard to beat a james cameron film you know Mm -hmm. um but like the 80s was like they were at the top of their game like with horror and mm-hmm. um, and of course, I love like all the the John Hughes movies. Oh yeah. Um, you know, Breakfast Club and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and I mean, I'm usually I, I usually what I'm saying is that I can appreciate older film and older mm-hmm. like practical effects and stuff like that. But man, 2001 just bored the hell out of me. Like I, it was like four hours long, and it was just this. Yeah. Like I mean, and I appreciate like slow pacing too. Yeah, yeah. I really like slow pacing. Like it, it's usually the build is worth the payoff. Mm-hmm. But this just like I just was left. Sure. I think it's one of those movies that you have to go in knowing exactly what it's going to be and be mm-hmm. wanting that because otherwise it's just gonna suck. I think at the time it came out in 1968, and I think at the time that was probably the most accurate representation of space. Right. Well, we period. were talking about how that's why there's the theory that he directed mm-hmm. the moon landing. Yeah. Right. Right. Kubrick. Yep. Which is funny that it came out in 1968 because that's when also all of these ancient astronaut publications came out around. So oh, it, was, yeah. it was very much in the mind of. Right. It know, was in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Everyone's mind was on space travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, have you guys heard of uh, star people or star children before? I'm assuming they're people of the stars. I'm just going to take a wild leap. It's something other than just an alien? Yeah, it's kind of a new age belief. I was actually talking to a friend the other day, and this was before we even decided to do this episode. I had never mm-hmm. heard of this before. And um, it was actually a friend of Joe's 
who we've had uh on the podcast for the for the Loch Ness monster and uh mm-hmm. and uh what's the what's the guy Alistair Crowley Alistair Crowley episode mm-hmm. um but she told me that um he had mentioned star children and and star people to her and she didn't know what it was mm-hmm. he was like oh ask Sydney she might know Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the podcast, you know, and I was just mm-hmm. like, no, I haven't heard of that. But it was funny that we decided to do this episode. Hmm. This was literally mm-hmm. like less than a week ago when I did my research on it. Yeah. On this particular episode, that came up. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a weird coincidence. <laughs> or know? maybe it was by design. Maybe <laughs> it was, you know. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. so I like I found I just randomly came across star children and star people in my in my research for this. And so I like that really caught my eye because of. Uh, mm-hmm. someone like talking to me about it recently uh, apparently it's uh, the star people are supposed to be or star children are supposed to be people who are descended of aliens and humans Okay, mm. so they're supposed to be in the gene pool of aliens who visited earth centuries thousands of years ago millennia mm-hmm. ago whatever um, and bred with humans and mm-hmm. so they're supposed to be the descendants of this and they're supposed to have and this is very new agey this is very nephilim like also yeah mm-hmm. sort of yeah um it's all kind of mixed in there is like this if somebody's you, explanation of explaining why they're better than us well it i mean honestly like being a star child kind of means that you have a hard life <laughs> okay yeah it kind of means that you're like so the opposite <laughs> very yeah it means that you're very different uh-huh. from other people you have you're very intuitive um, and what I read from some crackpot website was that uh, it's uh, like you're the the star children come here and either inhabit a body or they're mm-hmm. descended from aliens and mm-hmm. uh, they have no recollection of their life before. So apparently they're like, you know, constant beings, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but, uh, like eventually as they get older, they start to have recollection and memories of their previous life and their missions on earth. Okay. okay. And, um, you know, they're like very intuitive and very, uh, in tune with their surroundings and things like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just, so that's just a whole other aspect to the whole ancient aliens things is that they actually bred with humans and created this whole gene pool star people of people who descended from the stars (laughs) that's because i wonder if that bloodline gets diluted then uh because there can't can't be any first generation no star people anymore definitely not it was really uh convoluted like reading about it was just like well do they come here and mm-hmm. just take a body or are they descended like right. it was the website mm-hmm. like i said was super cracked yeah. but um yeah that is actually like a new age belief it's a it's mm. a thing star people star people yum oh, no. <laughs> 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 well uh, yeah i just thought that was interesting that uh that she had mentioned that to me just like literally a couple of days before we yeah. decided to do this episode uh, so I said earlier that I had this magazine, UFO magazine, and then their issue from 1990 on UFOs and religion. And uh, there's several articles in here all covering different aspects. The one that I kind of focused on and really enjoyed was uh, basically the, uh, well, the article is called Did a UFO Part the Red Sea? Which it's a little more complicated than that. Okay. It's uh, how it explains how uh aliens uh shaped the 
our three main religions that we have christianity islam and judaism Mm -hmm. um and the argument is by the way this is by a presbyterian pastor like i I said this earlier his name is barry h downing he's also like or at least at the time this was written uh advisory member on the ufo board whatever that is yeah how do you become part of that board i think you can just say you're on the board and you're (laughs) on the board i'm on the board yeah (laughs) <laughs> but uh so his article basically was you know the one of the major turning points for the three you know major religions that we now have is the uh exodus of the jewish people um you know as documented in the book of exodus where moses leads uh, the jews away from the pharaoh and they come to the red sea and all that if that hadn't happened if they hadn't started to become their own you know group tribe of people Nation. yeah after that then we wouldn't have even if uh as he says even if jesus were born still he wouldn't have it wouldn't have happened the same way so he thinks that is the impetus for you know okay most world religions and he breaks it down by basically what is described all through the book of exodus if you're not familiar with the bible maybe you've seen the movie the prince of egypt there's that covers a lot of it. All the miracles mm-hmm. that yeah. Moses does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he believes this uh, Christian minister that or pastor that angels. I'll just break down his belief first. He believes angels are basically aliens. Okay. There's two schools of thought here. There's people that think that things in the Bible were true, but they were just done by aliens and people like built up religions around that Mm. or as he believes he thinks that aliens are angels and that heaven is out there and god's a physical being or or angels are a physical being wouldn't angels by definition be aliens yeah basically but he puts it more in a i don't don't think so other world worldly i mean i mean i i mean by the definition of alien or you know or extraterrestrial, I guess. I mean, extraterrestrial would be not of this world. Right. I mean, I would... So, I mean, I think you could argue it. I, you could argue it, I guess, but, I mean, mm-hmm. my... Jesus My dogs Christ. are dying. I feel like there would be a difference there. Like, um, you know, if there were... Like, if there were other life, like other humans or other whatever on different planets that would make them aliens that would make them extraterrestrial mm-hmm. it wouldn't necessarily mean that they're angels but you know you could go the other route with that well that's say that angels are extraterrestrial right he's not saying that every alien would be an angel he's well sa- i was just arguing the oh. the thing that ben brought up just for argument's sake right you know, not mm-hmm. to not to say that you were wrong or anything just like i'm offended the, it's too the late the point could be argued <laughs> <laughs> But basically, he thinks, well, he thinks God's an all-knowing being or whatever, but he thinks he uses angels mm-hmm. as uh, other, like, as physical beings, just like humans are physical beings, not as spirits or, or whatever. These are a race of beings that he created with far superior technology, and they came and they could, you know, influence and whatever. So throughout the Bible, there it talks about uh, Moses talking to a burning bush. And, of course, he mm-hmm. takes some liberties with uh, the way things are described in the Bible because how would they have words for anything else? When they say a burning bush, they say it's a, it's a bush that looks like it's on fire but nothing burned. He's like, there's probably some sort of craft behind that bush that was glowing that 
that mm-hmm. Moses was talking to and that's and he was hearing this the voice of God. Okay, or, sure. Or whatever. So it was, a UFO, it was an extraterrestrial bush. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, like the pillar of fire that they followed that could be considered that a is, UFO. He talks a lot about the pillar of fire and the pillar mm-hmm. of smoke. You know, it's a pillar of smoke during the day, it's a pillar of fire at night. Mm-hmm. And he's just, it, this could just be this large, you know, Starcraft that they is just, just take these amazing leaps, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about a lot of these theories is like, they just take something like, okay, here's what it definitely is. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, well, to, to be fair, if you read this, he's not like, this is what it is. He's like, okay. This, okay. Is, this is an explanation. Still taking a leap. And he's, oh, sure. Of course. I mean, if you are willing to write in this magazine, you're taking some leap. <laughs> Um, but he, and this isn't just all stuff that he completely pulled out of his ass. He is comparing it to like the pillar of, uh, mm-hmm. smoke and pillar of fire. He's comparing it to other UFO sightings that were shaped in that way. Like something called the cigar cloud, which mm-hmm. was a, a UFO sighting a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And he thought maybe that's it. That makes sense. The idea of a pillar of smoke and at night, of course, it's going to be lit up. Um, mm-hmm. And he's just, he does make leaps. He's like, I'm assuming that they would have some sort of, if they could travel here and do this, they have some crazy technology, especially if these are the servants of God and they're here to observe and direct the flow of humanity. Mm -hmm. It talks about, you know, the plagues that, you know, were brought down Mm -hmm. on Egypt and, you know, how the... Uh, aliens would or angels would mm-hmm. know which one's the firstborn and whenever that came to f- the final plague mm-hmm. and uh, all this to say that you know it led them out and then that same great you know and it's all documented or doc- you know it's all written in the bible that mm-hmm. the red sea parts if you don't know because they're being pursued by the egyptians mm-hmm. and pharaoh's men uh the the jews come to this they're being directed by this this pillar of uh smoke and fire and it's directing them right towards a red this gigantic sea that they can't cross with all the uh you know the fair they're the, following the pillar of fire before they get to the sea i thought that was after no that's before okay. that was before okay and um so they had to have faith in that that it's leading mm-hmm. them the right way because it's yeah. leading them directly towards a body of water that they can't cross with pursu- pursuers behind them Mm-hmm. And when they get there, of course, the Red Sea is parted. Uh, he believes that it's because the, <laughs> you know, the spacecraft uses its electromagnetic pulse that's you know, per, you know, propelling it mm-hmm. above the Earth and whatever. When in doubt, magnets. Of course, <laughs> all this, like, like I said, it's, gigantic leaps of faith. I just don't understand, like, if you're gonna believe that all this shit happened. Mm-hmm. Why not take the Bible at its word well, and he, just say that it was God that did it through inspired, like, I don't, I just don't understand adding <laughs> aliens into this mix. You can, I don't know, either believe that aliens did this shit or believe that God did it. That's why me you know, and Ben it, were talking about this. Why mix yeah. it? We're talking <laughs> because about this you can't. That's yeah. not what the Bible says. Like, it's just not, if you're atheist or or Christian or whatever, that's just not what it says. It's not. It's not an arguable point. See, they didn't put the aliens in there because they knew you would react that way, okay. Sydney. <laughs> yeah, it's just I. Oh, okay, and that's like I'm gonna get into uh, this article here in a few minutes that I read. That was 
It's called Ancient Aliens is Everything That's Wrong with America right now. <laughs> oh, okay. And I randomly came across it. But, like, that type of shit is what this article is talking about. There's people just literally making shit up and basically stating it as fact. Well, mm-hmm. I will... Here, let me give... I don't want to completely... Sh- I mean, I think this is batshit nonsense, but... I don't want to completely shun the guy because he doesn't, like I said, he doesn't say any of this is fact. This is all mm-hmm. supposition or whatever. And Still. me and Ben were talking about this before, how crazy it is that for somebody to be like th- these UFO and religion people, they have to accept two pretty crazy things, you know, th- th- that everything in the Bible in- is true and that all this alien shit is also true and that they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I think for this guy mm-hmm. who is a, you know, he's a pastor and he had his own faith, I think he started to see or start to fall in line with the people that were also getting obsessed about UFOs also. But as a man of faith, he couldn't think that, the, like, that he couldn't let that shake his religious belief, even though he thought maybe there was something to it. So mm. for him, it was like, well, if these are aliens, then God must have put them there. It must have been, you know, part of yeah. God's plan. Which, you know, it all, he was able to fit that into his own faith his own narrative it's interesting to me and um, yeah. and honestly if you read the bible and all these crazy miracles if your answer or explanation to each one is like well yeah it was just some crazy technology from an alien mm-hmm. it's like oh well all right that explains it just as well i guess yeah but, well uh, i actually had a professor who tried to convince me because we went we went to a private christian university and mm-hmm. they and one of my professors like didn't expect it, but we were just kind of having a casual conversation and then we got on the topic of religion and the Bible and he went on this long spiel about the possibility of aliens intertwined with like quotes from the Bible. Mm -hmm. I was like, interesting, didn't expect this here, but you know. (laughs) Well, I had the same sort of thing with my pastor growing up that Mm -hmm. he just randomly, for whatever reason, in the middle of service, he was like, I don't know if there are aliens, but mm-hmm. if there are, they serve the same God that we do. And he weirdly talked about aliens for a little bit. But You want to make sure if they're listening that they know that we're <laughs> accepting. <laughs> but I think he's just of the same mind as the guy that wrote this article. Uh-huh. It's like, you know what? I, I don't know everything. So if there are aliens, whatever. But I do know this thing, or at least in his sure. mind, I, I believe this thing. So this can't disprove this thing that I believe because of my faith. So it just has to be a part of it yeah. to them. This is a very specific group of people. Just literally making shit up, though. <laughs> I don't understand believing. Well, is he pointing to like quotes and stuff that made that make that he can logic his way to? Is in the article. In as much as he's pointing to other uf or uf ufologists, is that what you call it? Is mm-hmm. it ufologist or I is think it it's ufologist? ufologist. That I, makes more I'm sense. I'm okay with either. But he's pointing to other well-known ufologists and other Mm -hmm. sightings in this and he's like you know it's like it's very similar to what happened here that we have documented Mm -hmm. um that sort of thing i see so he's he's trying to take historical references to aliens and compare it to what they observed in the bible yeah pretty much yeah yeah and there's there's lots of other articles in here and yeah i think going back to what you guys talked about some religious paintings and stuff that have some just strange things that we'd like that looks like mm-hmm. a flying saucer what is that or 
Yeah. Sure. And it, it probably, if you could go back in time and talk to them, they'd probably say something like, yeah, that's my signature. I put that in everything like, <laughs> or something like that. Sure. Which it could be something super simple. Yeah. But I mean, it's also funny, like when we decide to, like at what point in time we decide to make the leap to aliens, like everything looks like aliens. It's like, it's because it's, it's in the zeitgeist. It's kind of like oh, yeah. what we want to see. And so we see it everywhere. And yeah, so well, people want to believe that they're aliens. What's, what's that? expression when your only tools a hammer everything looks like a nail or something sure <laughs> so if you if you've landed on aliens and aliens is it then you're going to find a way to probably ascribe alien technology sure. to whatever you're looking at mm-hmm. but anyway that was basic that was my thing from this magazine um i don't know if you can find this magazine anywhere on i'm sure you can i'm sure you could probably buy it on amazon if somebody mm-hmm. well, collected it. i mean uh, you might want to get one if they haven't discontinued those uh the probing prevention kits oh yeah yeah the the uh anti-abduction ufo detector oh right they take visa and mastercard oh that's that's nice of them yeah what if i only have discover no they don't take damn it (laughs) (laughs) peasant originally sold for three dollars apparently the magazine yes not not the The detector is 269 dollars that that detector in the back just makes me think of uncle rico and napoleon dynamite getting the (laughs) time machine oh yeah i love that (laughs) that's amazing it's basically the same thing something we think he wrote for out of a magazine or maybe got online i can't remember who knows (laughs) there's an article i came across in my research that (laughs) i had to click on it um called ancient aliens is everything that's wrong with america oh right so i was like oh wonder what this is mm-hmm. and i usually don't expect these kinds of articles to be funny but this mm-hmm. <laughs> this like made me laugh out loud when i was researching like i mm-hmm. was just at a coffee shop where i work <laughs> using the <laughs> wi-fi and uh but i'm just gonna quickly read the first couple of paragraphs here because it's just too funny not to who wrote mm-hmm. it uh it says um so ancient aliens every is everything that's wrong with america the History Channel's Assault on Truth <laughs> by John Quomes or something. Okay. It was written late last year. So I don't know if you knew, but the Hebrews didn't spend 40 years in the Sinai after the Exodus because they'd incurred the wrath of God, and they didn't leave that desert because the offending generation had died off. The chosen people were forced into the Promised Land because the algae-based protein bar machine that dispensed the manna from heaven they'd been eating finally broke down. Quote, of course, the machine needed energy for cultivating the algae, and this was produced, we postulate, by a small nuclear reactor, says Rodney Dale, a wild-eyed madman. (laughs) 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 It's like this picture of like an old guy drawing this machine he thinks dispensed the manna from heaven with a nuclear reactor. (laughs) He does have two first names, so. (laughs) (laughs) They do talk about manna also in this UFO magazine. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, this whole article, like it's a long article, but it was well worth the the read. Mm-hmm. Like I I highly highly recommend looking it up and reading it because like and this is kind of what I've always thought. Like I look at ancient aliens as nothing more than a fucking reality show. Oh, on, oh yeah. yeah, on the history yeah. channel. Yeah, definitely. it's like uh which is more than just that on the history channel that you could point to. <laughs> like there's some yeah. crazy stuff they yeah. they show on there nowadays. Like they're I mean, they've basically it's like what MTV did, <laughs> you know, it's like calling themselves music television mm-hmm. and then not ever playing music, Yep. you know, past like year 10. 
Yeah. Um, so that's basically what the History Channel did. It, yeah. It went from the History Channel to just literal bullshit you, channel. Yeah. Now you got networks competing with like online streaming services, and they're just screwed, and so they're just getting more and more outrageous to yeah. get people's attention. Oh yeah. yeah. Cheaply produced and mm-hmm. wild to watch, like Ice Road Truckers or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, I mean, Ancient Aliens has been going for, what, 12 seasons? Quite a while. Yeah. 12 or 13 seasons. But yeah, um, so they're talking about this mana machine. Like, that's how this article kicks off. Um, and the, the basically the article is, like, it gets pretty political because it's making, like, parallels between uh, Ancient Aliens and this type of television that is just almost, like... Uh, like it's just literally making shit up and mm-hmm. like kind of presenting it as fact. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of comparing that to the age that we're living in now, the Trump era mm-hmm. of like we're just gonna say that this thing is this and everyone's gonna believe us. Alternative that, facts. Yeah. These alternative facts. Mm-hmm. So basically, this person is super pissed off about TV shows like Ancient Aliens because mm-hmm. of them just literally presenting this shit as fact and these their their client clientele the people that are watching it are just mm-hmm. like eating it up mm-hmm. you know because they're dumb mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah so it keeps going yeah. like there's a couple of more like funny things from this so it basically just shows the lineup of the history channel um american pickers pawn stars pawn stars pawn stars american pickers like it's just mm-hmm. it's not even history anymore it's just reality shows yeah I think nobody, it seems like nowadays people don't understand the burden of proof. Like if you're gonna, oh, yeah. if you're going to r- reach for something that sounds crazy, you better have something to back it up. Yeah. Well, you that's know, something tangible, something that's, you know, concrete. <laughs> well, what's yeah. crazy is that it, it's been said more than once and I think it's used flippantly, but it's, it's kind of scary how often the fact that people describe what we're living in now as a post-truth world. <laughs> it does seem that way. In fucking insane. Because, yeah, I mean, we're one of the world's most... I God, I don't want to fucking talk about Trump. But <laughs> I don't either, but I, the article was just the, well, I, making d- the distinction there. When one of the like world's like superpowers just mm-hmm. s- says whatever bullshit mm-hmm. trots into his brain and out his mouth, and just that's it, that's fact now mm-hmm. and they were yeah. like no it's not well yeah oh well well the, well the problem is there's just so much information out there and people just don't have time to check facts on everybody all the time and so if it sounds believable then they're just going to take it there's but people that are watching and that are yeah i mean there should yeah and you should yeah i'm not saying no, i mean that, yeah. like w- there's good websites you can go to that like literally like i think it's politifact.com that just, just fact checks all the time just fact checks yeah. everything yeah i mean I don't know. It's like pretty easy for me to pick out something that smells like bullshit nowadays. Like mm-hmm. I, I, people believe what they want to believe. Like if I don't mm-hmm. know, but yeah, on the, so on the ancient aliens, like <laughs> there's something they found called, I think it's pronounced Sakara bird, which was a small wooden bird that was found in an Egyptian tomb. Um, and what it looks like was like a weather vane, maybe, mm-hmm. or just some kind of toy. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, on ancient aliens, they thought that it may have been uh, evidence that the Egyptian uh, community or like the Egyptians had airplanes or whatever. Of course they did. Oh, yeah. And so they actually like built a scale model of it <laughs> to see if it would fly on the show. Like this is what they're doing mm-hmm. to fill time on the show. It's pretty, 
it's pretty hilarious. Like this fucking article is so funny. Yeah. Um. So they're like talking about the bird, and um, just like how like everything that like on the show is just like oh it was aliens you know I mean sure. that's the that's where the aliens guy comes from like the crazy hair yeah you know um which they say at like Machu Picchu there's like some areas in the stonework on the wall that looks like there could have been light fixtures there and so people think that they got alien technology so they had, oh yeah know, or they had <laughs> electricity way back when you know if it's aliens why do they think that they have harnessed the same sort of power that we did maybe they I don't know. have their own thing yeah, and I don't. Under- I mean, like, like it was, it's like what you were saying earlier, Torrance. Of like, what did they think people were just really dumb back then? Like, <laughs> right. you know, like I mean, yeah, know, that's you- it's called lost civilization for a reason. Like, what if mm-hmm. we lost more than, you know, like what if people had made leaps and bounds in technology and stuff at some point, right. and mm-hmm. then we just literally lost it because they died off, or they were murdered, or it was stolen, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, like. Or just like whatever these artifacts that we're finding are like they actually had some kind of use mm-hmm. that's beyond our understanding. And like just because we're in the 21st century doesn't mean that something right. from the 13th century could be like we don't have to automatically understand what it was for, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean yeah. humans are creating insane stuff now. Yeah. And stuff back then. And think of all imp- the time they had on their exactly. hands. Exactly. It took them mm-hmm. hundreds of years to, you know, yeah. make a lot of those. It mm-hmm. was... <laughs> They were working on that for forever. Give me a couple hundred years. I could probably build it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to look at like the these like feats of human accomplishment <laughs> that should really be inspiring and be like, there's no way those dumb asses did this. It must have <laughs> been aliens. Is it's weird. I think it really discounts you know what humans are able to do. Yeah. Yeah, and and a lot of it's just like if you you know you're one person if you can't figure it out you know there there's mil- there's thousands of people who are working on this shit right you know, one of them is probably smarter than you i'm sorry <laughs> well yeah definitely <laughs> so there's a quote from the show where apparently they found some spirals that were carved into a cliff like ancient carvings in a cliff somewhere yeah and so a quote from the show is uh archaeologists believe that they represent the sun but some of these spirals are very unusual one even has little spirals coming off of it. So you have to ask yourself, are these spirals in fact representations of some kind of portal? Some door <laughs> to another dimension? <laughs> Collective face You have palm. to ask yourself that. You have that. to ask yourself that question. Of course. It's so obvious. <laughs> I'm not going to ask myself Why didn't that I question. think of that? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, there's more. Let me just... Let me find some of these things. Like, it's just, there's so much funny shit. You guys can keep <laughs> talking. Uh, but I think a lot of it also comes back to, like, a, another common theme on this podcast is people want to believe in something s- greater, something special, oh, yeah, yeah, extraterrestrial. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, something they understand that not, a, not no one else does, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's not too crazy to see the connection between people who believe in UFOs and uh, and how they also sometimes turn them into weird like cult religion stuff mm-hmm. like like the you know hail bot kind of the sure. heaven's gate people or or people that see these connections it's sort of it's the same what am i trying to say two sides of the same coin almost mm-hmm. um just one you you see you're paranoid about the government another one maybe you're either paranoid or excited about you know 
Actually, yeah. usually they're one and the same, being paranoid about the government and thinking that there's aliens out there also. Yeah. Uh, Have you yeah. ever, uh, do you ever go on space.com? No. Okay. Well, they, Is it's like, like space dicks. It's the exact same thing. No, no. don't nobody <laughs> do not Google that. No, space.com. It's just a, basically a space forum and they post a lot of articles about, you know, recent breakthroughs that NASA's done or that, you know, that, that's been happening in space. Well, they always have at the bottom of every article a comment section and it is the best. <laughs> it is the best comment section because it's always uh, they're posing a question in the article like, you know, what like this technology is going to be a breakthrough for this or, you know, what that we've observed this in space and this is what we think it could be. And then people just, you know, bullshitting these mm-hmm. stories as to what they know for a fact that oh, that yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, in season 10 of ancient aliens, uh, a couple of people think that they have found some kind of weird rock at the bottom of, uh, what is it? Lake Michigan. Yeah. Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. So like one of the, regulars from ancient aliens uh his name's childress something childress but he uh like he went up there with them to like and they dropped like a sonar rig Mm -hmm. and uh they like like scuba down there and stuff and uh just like one of them just looked at it for a couple of seconds and was like yeah this looks like an artificial alignment and they were just like artificial alignment. What does that even just mean? like something was carved into the rock? Like just after okay. a couple of seconds of looking at it, that's what he decided. <laughs> and then uh, a camera went down there, and then someone said that there was a carving of a mastodon on one of the rocks. And then like on the caption of this picture in the article, it's like you know right there on the rock. There's <laughs> 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 so like a picture of it. Uh, no, but like. <laughs> It's just like, and then a quote from the guy is like, it does look like the stone has been carved. Yeah, you can see the legs and a trunk on it. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm convinced. (laughs) (laughs) Delusion at its finest. Seriously, but it's like, I mean, and I read in the article that you can actually like look up interviews and stuff with uh, some of these people on this show and like that Mm -hmm. type of show where they actually are caught on camera or just being recorded to where they were like, yeah, that was you know, mm-hmm. all for the show. Oh, sure, yeah. That was all for the show. Like, I didn't actually sure. believe that this was a, an alien carving, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's it's all bullshit. Makes mm-hmm. sense. It's same with, like, ghost hunters or whatever. Sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which I feel like I have to interject a little bit and say that we're not shitting on people who believe in aliens. No, 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 definitely <laughs> not. We just think that the... Pro- look it up sometime if you get a chance. There, look at the probability of finding life somewhere else. It is crazy what the probability is. And, uh, crazy high or crazy, crazy low? low. Okay. Crazy low. Crazy low to the chance that we'd find life. I mean, you'll find, of course, some articles that say we should have found it by now or that we probably already have. But it, the universe is way more vast than you think, and we still don't even know what the confines of it are. Yeah, so, I don't believe that we should have found it by now. I mean, like we... Like, how far have we ventured out of our own fucking solar system? Yeah, I think Much less the galaxy that we mm-hmm. live in, and then all of the dark matter between our galaxy and the mm-hmm. next galaxy, which is light years and light years away. Like, yeah, I'm absolutely... Millions, billions. Like, I'm shitting on the show Ancient Aliens for sure. Yeah. But, and, and that type of show, but, like, you know, I'm definitely a potential believer in alien life like i mean it's yeah i mean it is just it would be ridiculous to think that it's not there yeah i think the probability is high that there is probably alien life somewhere i would think so too 
it is low though for us to run into it. Oh yeah, I mean the universe is just unfathomable. Yeah, to get the, I mean the huge. the nearest. Well, I can't remember. We did. I think I gave these numbers in another pod, another episode. But uh, like the nearest uh, livable planet that we think could potentially be livable is you know thousands of light years away. Yeah. Or even if it was ten light years away, that's still like. How how long would that take you? Forever. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lifetime. Hundreds of lifetimes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's why we're going to eventually have an arc where, you know, the first generation is going to die off. People will be born on the ship yeah. and continue to run it. Mm-hmm. And wonder why they were there in the first place. <laughs> Isn't that what's the end goal? That's not any of the seasons of Star Trek, is that? I mm-hmm. there's something that that is the case. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, if the ship was, you know, livable and, mm-hmm. you know, somewhat nice, then I wouldn't mind living out my life on a fucking spaceship. Sure. Especially, Especially if, if they have a holodeck is what I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need like a, like an anti-gravity room. You can float mm, around sure. in it, like, you know, and then like, you know, a whole like window where you can look at the, at the, you know, space around yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You know that holodeck, the floor has got to be covered in cum. gross lord you just like slide in Mm -hmm. there but how would you like to be born in like the era where they're just flying through like blank space forever oh yeah that would suck just look out the window it's just black you're like between galaxies there yeah i mean you'd have to be if well, there's nothing. Well, there, there's like, uh, there's one place in particular, I can't remember what they call it, but there's like a void in space where they can't, they don't understand why, but there's like nothing for hundreds of light years. Jesus. Well, I would just have the window do like a show something, make it look like there's stuff going by. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would, <laughs> like, I would probably start to feel extremely But if you were born into that, what would yeah. be your point of reference as to well, what could true. be out there? <laughs> you might get scared once you start seeing stuff out the window. Yeah. If that's all you knew. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, well, well, you know, if Elon Musk does this, I'll, I'm going to volunteer. I would volunteer. You go to Mars? No, I want to do the arc. I don't want to go to Mars. Okay. Fuck Mars. I can see that from my house. That big <laughs> orange fucker up there. <laughs> 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 I was reading some Ken M post the other day and he was talking about <laughs> he was talking about the Curiosity rover. He's like, Oh great, we spent all this tax dollar money for it to go sightseeing. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ken M. I do too. Oh, did you know okay, remember you do you know who Ken M is? No. Okay. He's a great He's just internet troll. Yeah, he's just a like a really good internet troll. He just goes on forums like on science dot com or CNN uh-huh. or whatever and he just posts like from the perspective of a really, it seems like a really stupid old man or yeah. something like that, and just gets people worked up and mad at him. Yeah. But uh, so he's really funny. But the, you know, the other day we were trying to listen to the uh, No Sleep podcast, and it yeah. was just stupid. It was really dumb. That's Some of because, them are really stupid. Well, that's because that Ken M wrote that as an April Fool's joke. Um, oh that's yeah. Why, that's why we were like, "What the fuck is this?" It was supposed to be. A yeah, joke. he was trying to. He was like, "Oh yeah, the No Sleep podcast." Let's. Listen I listened to, to that episode. What was the story about? It was the April. Fo- it was the the the. It was where he one, turned into a dog. It was or something? called like the one, the terrible one-headed hound yeah. or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was yeah. I I mean that was not a good place to jump in. 
<laughs> like yeah. I was like, that's the first one is, you'd ever listened to. Yeah, I was like, this is real. Well, no, it wasn't actually. We the listened first to one. another one that was also it, like the format was weird. It was and really w- terrible. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I was and talking. And then I heard that one, and I was like, man, this is really. I dumb. tell you, it it is good. Yeah, I was talking to Noah the other day, and he was telling me because we listen to it on our commute to Bentonville every once in a while. He's like, you know, but I just most of them I just don't like, but. There's always that one that just pulls yeah, exactly. you in, and then you got to keep. Fun- you have to find out if there's a better one. <laughs> there's, there's always, yeah. There's some that I don't like. I usually mm-hmm. am okay with all of them. They're just not all hits. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, I'm, I'm just fine with. I'm like, oh yeah, that was interesting. But then every now and then, you'll get one that's so good. Mm-hmm. There's one I think they're making mind. a movie out of. Oh really? The called the Whistlers. Oh my god, that yeah. was one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, I didn't listen to that. I read so it. So good. I read it years ago on um, the No Sleep Creepy Pasta. Creepy Pasta. Okay. Yeah, the Whistler episode on No Sleep is like two and a half hours long. Yeah, and it was it's a the long same story, story, but it's so good. Really, really good. And, and the feed the pig or whatever. Oh yeah, feed the pig. Or escape, or maybe it's called Escape the Farm or something. Let's feed know. the pig. That one's a good one. I think I they're think doing something with that also. I'm not sure what. Oh, no. They were doing a tour performing that one. Yeah. Um, anyway. It's pretty freaky. Anyways, back to our podcast. Uh, yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, I can't remember. I mentioned Ken M. Oh, another one of my favorite Ken M's is the Chef Boyardee when he has the magazines behind <laughs> the stove. <laughs> so he posts... He posts a Chef Boyardee because they have like a recipe or something on the back. He's like, I did it just as it was supposed to be prepared and it looks great. And then Chef Boyardee commented back and he's and <laughs> he's commenting on the photo and they say, uh, it's like, thanks a lot, Kim. We appreciate your feedback, but you might want to move those magazines away from the stove. There's like some phone books like real close to the burner. Uh, yeah. And then he he's like, <laughs> he posts another one. He's like, I also like to put it in the oven to give it a little extra toast. And he opens up the oven. It's just full of books <laughs> with <laughs> Chef Boyardee in there. <laughs> Ken <laughs> uh, uh, M is great. I need to now. I want to go look at his posts. There's so many good ones. Yeah, there's a ton of them, and you can find a bunch of articles that just list out all of his posts. That's a it's genius. Yeah, man, I really want some Chef Boyardee now. I'm <laughs> that made me hungry. I am hungry. Well, I think we're about ready to wrap up. You guys have anything else before we we end this? Well, you guys think aliens visited us in the past? Do I? I I mean, like I was kind of saying before, like I think it's highly improbable. I don't, I don't know, because like for, there's a number of things that would have to happen. Like first off, a species would have to be technologically advanced enough to reach us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they would have to find us, and and like at that point in time, like now, uh, who was it? I think it was Stephen Hawking. Rest in peace. Said that, uh, like. It would be more probable now just because of all of the, you know, electricity we have. Oh, yeah. Like all the visibility that that yeah. would provide us as a planet. So it would be more likely now. Back then, you know, there's nothing like that other than life. It would just be dark. Yeah. So. I think, I personally think they did not visit, that we have never seen aliens visit. Mm-hmm. Um, because if they had the power and technology to reach us and to find us, why would they... Why would they keep that hidden? I mean, they mm-hmm. they yeah. would literally be able to take over our world mm-hmm. within like a day or a week. I, mm-hmm. I I think, and I feel like you know if they if they were human or humanoid or any any sort of human like you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like aliens would be. I don't know. My idea of them would just be that they were human, but from other planets. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I don't know. I feel like they would have the same tendencies to just conquer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they would have done that by now, especially if they had such yeah. advanced technology. Maybe. There is... Th- uh, what was the theory? That um, for uh, species to evolve to the point where they left their planet in search of something else, that means that they probably... Because you think it about how divided our world is right now. Mm-hmm. We're able to leave our planet, but not very much. Mm-hmm. For us to get to the point that we would actually leave our planet and go somewhere else, it seems bizarre. Like whenever you watch like movies uh, about space and other aliens and stuff, you think about each of their planets as like one, you know, global like maybe government or that one species. Whenever you think about Earth, it's like, well, there's America, there's Russia, there's China, there's like hundreds of countries. They don't mm-hmm. get along. And they're like, for them, I think they would have to like somehow get together and leave Earth and kind of put behind their dom- dominating uh, tendencies to actually mm-hmm. work together to get off the planet. That was just one theory. So if somebody, if a species was able to search out other life, it might not be destructive. Mm-hmm. But it I don't might think it be. would have to be destructive. I think that it would probably turn into that. Maybe, probably. Maybe. Stephen Hawking said that uh, if we ever did see, uh, an, like, maybe a higher form or something or evidence of a higher form, he said that'd be interesting. But he thinks we, if we ever saw it, we should never ever try to make contact. Yeah, because he's like, you know, no matter what their intentions are. Mm-hmm. You saw how it worked out for the Native Americans whenever the Europeans came over. Yeah. Whether or not they slaughtered, which they did slaughter them, but mm-hmm. they also just gave them a bunch of diseases they didn't have and they immediately mm-hmm. died. And had them walk to Oklahoma. Those <laughs> <Right>. poor souls. <laughs> yeah. And here we are, Ben. Yep, here we are. <laughs> Talking about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's any evidence that makes me think that... Yeah, I don't think any of the evidence they point to as there being like aliens having contacted humans before I don't think any of that pans out. Nah. You know, I think there's plenty of other logical explanations. I would say that there yeah. I I also wouldn't rule out that there aren't or are aliens out there somewhere or even alien life like the, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be traveling, you know, interstellar speeds or whatever. It could yeah. just be some form of algae or oh, yeah, bacteria or something. or something, yeah. Yeah, I just think they've never visited us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You guys got anything else? I'm good. All right. Well, thanks everybody for this and this <laughs> for listening to this episode of Pseudophiles. As always, you can rate reviews on iTunes, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, if you have any questions or corrections or suggestions, you can email us at podcast at pseudophiles.com. Thanks, guys. Egg shit. Egg shit.